Welcome back to another episode of Brain Dead. Today we're going to be tackling some of the most popular conspiracy theories we were able to find, the ones that are popping out on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, all the, you know, popular sites. Where you get your real news from. Real news only. <laughs> Hang with us. Okay, so before we get to the main topic, the conspiracies, I want to talk about a couple things that have happened this week. I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So last week we talked about how my neighbor had, uh, he had wronged me. You felt slighted. I felt slighted. This man that I've known for 10 years decided instead of calling me to call codes enforcement. He tattled on you like it was kindergarten. He snitched and he needs some snitch them <laughs> stitches. Look at me using you all should, the words in the right order. You should knock on his door and say, excuse me, sir, didn't you know that snitches get stitches and then leave? <laughs> so I drove by my house and took a video of, of me slowly passing it with my camper in a spot where I find pleasing to the eye. And I sent it to him and said, is this good enough for you? (laughs) Anyways, so he calls me yesterday at work to apologize. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. He said, hey there, Joe. I said, hi there. He said, did I I tell you my my wife? Well, we're not going to disclose this, but his wife is sick at the moment. He said, things have been stressful. And I said, okay, because I'm not going to give you an allotment for being a butthead just because (laughs) – You're in a bad place right now. I mean, you still got to treat people with kindness. Yeah. He said, I just want to be the bigger man and apologize. I'm like, you can't be the bigger man when you're the only problem. You have to be the bigger man versus you two weeks ago. Yeah. You just have to be bigger so than you were. that's not what that means. No. I think he okay. meant somewhere between I'm, I need to be. He meant, I'm so sorry. I was being a little booty hole. Yeah. And I, t- I want to take it back, but I can't. Yeah. Somewhere between I need. <laughs> I want to apologize, and I'm too big of a man to do it, so I'm going to pretend like this is an apology. That's right. I think he meant I want to be a bigger man, not the bigger man, and and pair that with uh, a a better man. A better man. There we go. The delivery wasn't great. No. That's okay. Yeah. So he continues to tell me that his wife and he had been having a conversation because his daughter spoke to him. He told his daughter what happened, and she apparently got onto him. As she should. She crawled her father, and she's like, you don't need to treat that nice young couple that way. They've never been rude to you. Yeah, that's very fair. He said that led him and his wife to talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So uh, he said he wanted to apologize. Nice. Nice. Before we continue on, I lost my voice last like weekend. I found it. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like someone... like stomped my esophagus and then put it back that that sounds unpleasant it doesn't feel the best but that's why i sound like this okay well anything interesting happening in your last week when i was driving to work last week i had an encounter on the i-20 actually it wasn't on i-20 it was once i got off the exit and i just handled it in such a way that made me stop and i was like This needs to be on the podcast because it was just so funny to me personally, and I need to make sure that it's actually funny. So I got off the exit and I went to turn right, which I have the right of way, and my light was green. So I had no reason to slow down turning 
at all. Um, but from the other direction, turning left, which is not the right of way, on a red light, mind you, this man, at full speed, turns the corner. And it's a good thing that I pay attention because he would have killed me, first of all. And I was just like... <sighs> Your reaction almost being killed was just a sigh twice? I was just like, why? It's 740 in the... Like, no. It, that is incorrect. It is like 830 in the morning. Nothing about those numbers were the correct numbers. <laughs> it's like 8.30 in the morning. And I was like, really? Like 8.30 in the morning. I was talking to my dad yesterday. And uh, as I was speaking to him, he was driving through traffic in somewhere in Alabama. And he started telling me that what we need to talk about is road rage. And we how, do. Yeah. Often. <laughs> and how uh, another title for road rage, if we were to change its name, would be called an exercise in patience. Oh, I, I said, okay, good. that's, that'd be nice, but it's really an exercise. And how well can I control the words I'm about to say? I did so good. <laughs> just wait. It's so funny. Continue. So he irritated me by almost killing me, but I was just like, what's wrong with you? Mwah. So we're going after I turn that first, right? I don't turn again. It's just like a straight road all the way until I get to my office. And this car in front of me is going probably 20 miles an hour on a 45-mile-an-hour road, which is, like, offense number two. Like, Numerous. you almost killed me. Don't do that. Now you're going super slow. Don't do that. Like, what are you – you're on strike two. You're on strike two. What are you do? Okay. One more strike, buddy. You One more strike. And guess <laughs> what? He hits it. He gets strike three. And – we're going, and there's a stop sign, and then just a little bit in front of that is a red light because it's such a busy intersection. So we get to the stop sign, and at this point, he's already, really should already be on strike three, but I just don't care. Because he went so slow that I got stuck at the red light, the first red light we passed, and I was like, that's inconvenient, whatever. We get to the stop sign, and at this point, there's a car in between us, and I don't realize that that is the car right in front is the same one. And I'm like, why are we sitting here? Because the light is green. Why are we sitting here? Like, not even at the stop sign. We're past it, and the light is green, and there's no one in front of us. We're just sitting. And I was like, what's going on? I find out. I realize that the car that has already on really should be on strike three, but we're going to give them just two, is trying to figure out how to turn left here when there is a left-turning lane. Which he's choosing not to get in because he doesn't notice it. He chose not to choose brain today. So he just sat in the <laughs> lane trying to figure out how to turn left. He woke up today and chose stupidity. And then, you know, once the car in front of me went around and I realized who it was, I was like, oh, out loud to myself, I said, oh, you're just a professional idiot. And then went around through the green light. <laughs> and then I was like. I need to tell everybody that, and I saved it until right now. Here it is for the public. You've all heard about the professional idiot. And I just said it so, like, I said it like a southern grandmother. Like, I was sad for him. <laughs> like, it was, like, sad. I was like, oh, man. Oh, man. That makes so much sense. You're just a professional idiot. And I meant it, and then I was like, where did that come from? Because I've <laughs> never said that before. <laughs> <laughs> New insults daily. 
And it was just saying it just like this. I wasn't yelling. I wasn't even mad. I was just like disappointed in a stranger. <laughs> yeah, he's doing his best and it's not enough. Oh, no, it is not. <laughs> and then because then I kind of felt bad because I'm not from that town that I work in. So yeah. I kind of understand not knowing how to get around at first. But even then, you know how basic traffic works. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's a it's you just that's not I just can't. Right. I just, you just shouldn't have been that bad at traffic. And that's all I need to say. And I need you to continue on because it's been too long me talking about this. It's a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. Everyone is against me. Why are they never, ever done with road construction uh, in Atlanta? I need us to, to know that I was just kidding. I don't think everyone is against me. I'm pretty sure they are, though. <sighs> have you heard me say I think my whole life is a prank? I think someone's pranking me. The Truman Show? I, yes, I think I'm on the Truman Show sometimes. And and then that's a that's a conspiracy. I think All I'm on the Truman itself. Show sometimes. Sometimes then, I believe I am on the Truman Show and I am Truman. But then I'm like, no, because I kind of I, – I feel like if they thought I thought I was on the Truman Show, that they would cut it. And, like, it hasn't happened yet. And I've tried to call people out on it, so – I don't know, man. They knew Truman had an idea of what was going on. And they, they tried to it. they tried to convince him it wasn't. Yeah, that brought his dad back from where he like died in the ocean and he showed up, he's like, son. Yeah, I know. When I watched that movie, I felt very bad for him. Oh yeah, man. So speaking of possible huge conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> let's start with the big one that everybody's been talking about for what, two years now? I don't know what you're gonna talk about. Numero uno on the list was COVID was engineered. Oh, my word. Yeah, it says there are so many COVID-19 related conspiracy <laughs> theories that range from blaming 5G for the pandemic, which is still going strong despite all the scientific evidence, to condemning everyone from Big Pharma to Bill Gates for the outbreak. There are also conspiracy theories that say COVID-19 doesn't even exist and is simply being covered by the media to scare and control the masses. We must have missed the memo regarding that last one. I must have missed when I was dying for a month and a half last year. Oh, yeah. I must have missed it then. <laughs> now, have you heard anything about that new variant, the Omicron variant? Yes. So I went looking online, and apparently there's been a zero increase in death because of the Omicron variant. Also, yeah. every single case I can find reported is from someone who's been vaccinated. I don't know if that's important or not, but I feel like I should say it. Well, that may also be that the people who aren't vaccinated just cannot care to get tested. Well, either that or the vaccine only helps protect you against the variant like that it was flu. engineered for. Yeah, like the flu. It only yeah. protects you against the one it's supposed to be. But what it does is it eliminates your body's natural response, right? No T-cell formation because you've you've only got T-cells for that one variant. And the Omicron variant is 32 mutations away from the original one. Yeah. And they've been through so many. And this is the third one they're telling us about. Yeah. But it's it's the most harmless. But so every far. single virus has variants. That's just science. Well, yeah. Like, if you didn't know this was going to happen, you should you should have. Well, variants are like standard genetics. Anytime. Yeah. yeah. That's why you have to get a new flu shot every year. Right. Well, I don't think I've had the flu shot since I was seven. The last time I got the flu shot, I got the flu so bad that I was sick for a week and a half. So I haven't gotten it. Since. When was that? When Emma was born. She was born. So 11 years ago. Yes. And then a couple weeks later, me, my mom, and my dad were all sick with the flu. 
with our with my newborn sister. That sounds atrocious. It was not <laughs> fun. Like I think I slept on the couch for a week, and then I don't even know. I think I'm I basically was dead for a week. Dead for a week. You know, I had the chicken pox when I was 21. I know. I remember. It was awful, man. I basically just floated in and out of consciousness for three days. And they didn't believe me at work. I had to send in selfies. And you he didn't get the chicken pox virus when? <laughs> twice. Like the vaccine? I didn't need it. I got it twice. You're not supposed to be able to get it again. I oh, had it. That's I've, true. Yeah. I've had chicken pox three times in my life. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it doesn't pan well. It, it doesn't. I don't think I've ever heard of that ever. I don't know. I can tell you I've had it three times. I believe you. Two times my parents told me, and then I know I had it when I was 21. I went to a nurse at the at the Kroger clinic, and she said, sweetie, I can't even I can't even help you. I'm not even going to charge you for this visit. I'll write you a note for work that says you got the chicken pox, but you need to go home. <laughs> I said, am I in danger? She said, it's really dangerous for adults, so you need to go home and rest. It did not itch. All it took was ibuprofen, and I drank water, but... That was only in the moments I was awake. I'd be sitting there, and then suddenly it was three hours later, and I was waking up. Nice. It was weird, man. The second topic of the day you're going to feel quite strongly about. Okay. It is that the CERN Super Collider worked in 2012. Oh, yes. Created a massive black hole that swallowed the world, and the energy remnant is either what we're left, which is a parallel universe, or Mm -hmm. that we just haven't figured out that the world has ended yet. I have such a strong opinion on this, and I'm going to share it with you after you give me your details. (laughs) Well, this one says yes. I have formulated an opinion on this, and I have had it for years. I look forward to it. This one says CERN helped in the world. Yes, as in past tense. As in the world ended in 2012 when CERN discovered the Higgs boson, a.k.a. what they're calling the God Particle, and accidentally created a black hole that sucked Earth into it. We just haven't really noticed yet because... Energy transfers back and forth, and it's all happening at once. I know. Turns out there's a Twitter thread that really takes a deep dive into what might have happened in 2012. Did you take a look at Reddit for any of this? I did not. Well, I did, but I'm, I'm not... The Reddit one kind of went down several different rabbit holes, and <laughs> it got a little too wacky. I mean, I was really invested. I know. But I felt like maybe I How shouldn't show my on crazy your own on public time, display. On your own time, take a look at the Reddits, the Reddit feed, because if you don't believe in it, you'll find something that you agree with, because they go everywhere. They, oh, they I, talk about anything that you could possibly think of. Oh, I found a lot, man. I scroll yeah. Reddit all yeah. the time. So that's not the only thing that's been credited to CERN. Said uh, another conspiracy theory surrounding the European Organization for Nuclear Research, which is apparently CERN, a French acronym for the French version of those words I said. <laughs> another. Uh, says, what a scholar. <laughs> says CERN is planning to use the Hadron Collider to open a portal to hell. Or at the very least, the collider is one of the seven seals of the apocalypse, which will at last unleash hell on earth i i that's just the best oh no there's just a little more it says <laughs> the cern acronym in addition to a shiva statue outside the facility has led people to speculate the scientists at cern are actually trying to summon a god either the indian deity shiva or sununos a celtic deity who watches over the underworld you know because his name starts with cern <laughs> and there are even more theories that say they were really reaching on that one right and there's even more theories that say that cern's actually trying to access different timelines and experiment with time travel which is kind of what you're about to tell me about yeah but i didn't know about that thing well apparently cern has their hands pretty full <laughs> so go ahead and throw out your theories so here's my thing 
I don't think we've posted this episode, but eventually we're posting an episode about the Mandela effect. It's going to be a two-parter. Yeah. We haven't filmed, like, recorded the second part yet, so I don't think it's up. But I kind of talk about it in the first part, but I'm going into heavy detail right now. (laughs) Go for it. So 2012, when the Mayan calendar was supposed to end. The end. The end of the world. Almost like a certainty. (sighs) (laughs) Continue on. So that is when the Mayans predicted the world to end. And everyone was like, the world's going to end. The world's going to end. I remember it vividly. Especially the Mayans. (laughs) Actually, no. (laughs) Impossible. Are you telling me that I'm dead wrong? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's only the end of a civilization. Why not make jokes about it? I think it's been enough time. You know, when they say too soon, I don't think it's too soon. You don't think it's too soon? I've been gone a while. <laughs> <laughs> According to them, the world ended, what's, it's 2021. So what, six years ago? Yeah. No. Wait, what? No, 2012. Ten years ago. I'm slow. That, I, meant, <laughs> I meant nine years ago. <laughs> the fact that it's on an even axis, so you could easily do that math in your head, and you didn't? No. <laughs> Which is uncommon for me. I know. That's why it's funny. When we go to like Hobby Lobby, Jess will look at me and go, what's 30% of, well, I was going to say 30% of 10, but everybody knows that. But she, <laughs> she asked me to calculate things for her at the store. I do that with my mom. It's because your mom is good with math, too. I know. She got calculator brain. Calculator brain. That's what we call it. Well, she was an accountant, right? Yes. That oh. is, that's true. So tell me how CERN has personally affected oh, yes. you. So I noticed, or actually I didn't notice, but my uncle brought to my attention that the Berenstein Bears is not the correct name. It's Berenstain. Lies. I know you're right, but lies. I completely agree with you. And I was like, and he was like, hey, look at this. And I was like, that's a fake thing. And he was like, no, Google it. And so I Googled it. And then I found this thing called the Mandela effect. And then me in 2012, which, how old was I? What year were you born? Oh, two. I was 10. 10. 10 year old me went on a deep dive about the Mandela effect in 2012. And that's the beginning of my opinions on it. Because I found all these things that I knew to be true that were not true. And I was like, excuse me, what? So as we'll talk about in detail in that episode that we've already recorded the first half of, but not the second half, uh, we do dive into how the Mandela effect is named after how Nelson Mandela was believed to have died in a prison in Africa in the 80s. And he did not. He did not. Yeah. So I then found a bunch of things that were like, this isn't what you think. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. So I went into all of this and then I kind of forgot about it for a while. And every once in a while we talk about it. And the most recent time we talked about it, I believe we came to the most correct conclusion. Which is? Which is there were several different time streams prior to 2012. Of the same, you know the show Fringe? Yeah. And how there's like several different parallel universes. Yeah. And everything is the same but a little bit different. Right. Because every choice you make creates another parallel. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't, I'm not going into it that far, but like theirs was like five maybe. Well, it's the mini universes theory, which is every time there's a decision made, 
it changes a new yeah. branch of the universe yeah. that splits off and there's another version of you that somewhere in the universe the only made the other decision. yeah right so i'm not saying that which we can go into that later but that's not what i'm talking about right now so like let's say there was like five and 2012 something happened and they all collided or some of them got wiped out but there was five of you let's simplify it even more there's two and there were two of you and something happened in 2012 which and i am of sure us of had to go. and one of and we combined and one of us had to go so there was two of us and now there's only one body somebody went and um my world apparently wherever i came from was the one that got wiped but my brain was smarter and stronger than other me's brain so i took her body so I don't really know what's going on here, but I was the smarter one. So I feel good about myself. So you think those of us that remember all the things that were different, like the cornucopia yes, and the so like, underwear, you think we're from the universe that died, but our energies were just more powerful. So yes. we took our bodies. So like you, me, and my mom are having potent. every single memory that's incorrect to Google the exact same, even though we're all separate ages, all separate. We grew up separate places. Like, Okay. So, There's, it's just not a coincidence at that point. So None we, of us are the same age. None of us grew up at, at the same time together. Right. There's no reason to have that same opinion. Here's a second way to look at it, right? So maybe maybe we're wrong. Maybe what happened in 2012 was the start of some sort of kind of global mind-washing type deal, right? So the government has been known in several cases. There's experiments that are publicly available uh, by the CIA now back in the day that have, have been declassified that you can read up on where they were trying to brainwash people. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a chance that this is just some sort of psychological warfare that our government's playing on the people. And maybe that really was the case. Maybe they did have yeah. the, the Fruit of Loom with the cornucopia. Or it was the Berenstein Bears. Because you can still find this stuff sometimes. Yeah, but it takes a deep dive. It takes a deep dive. And you got to use something like DuckDuckGo. You can't use Google. Yeah, yeah. But how come it's available and Google just doesn't want us to see? I don't know. Google is kind of an all-encompassing super-reacher company. Yeah. You know, so, I, I don't mean to offend the, the, the Google, Google kings, <laughs> but they they get their hands everywhere, man. Yeah. But regardless of that, for example, yes, we talked to my father about this. We were like, what do you think about Mandela effect? And he's like, is that like Nelson Mandela? And we're like, yeah, because my dad was like a teenager in the 80s. So we were right. like, do you remember him dying? And he was like. No. no. And we were like, I just got so overwhelmed by him not knowing that that I freaked out. We were like. <laughs> this is after you've had that conversation with him. <laughs> <laughs> this was me reliving it. This I just got so overwhelmed. <laughs> hindsight overwhelming. <laughs> so we're like talking to him about Mandela Effect. And he's like, well, is that about Nelson Mandela? And I was like, yeah. You know where they people remember him dying in prison in the 80s? And he was like. No, he was like president. president. And we were like, well, yeah, but don't you remember that whole thing where people thought he died? And he was like, no, he like did stuff. And that's after the moment prison. you realized your dad was from here originally. This universe. Then I was like, mm, let's let's dive into that. And I was like, what about Fruit of the Loom? Do you remember what their logo is? And he's like, isn't like a basket of fruit? No, no, no. I had to suggest that because he said, no, I don't remember that. Oh, he didn't know what it was. He didn't know anything about the cornucopia. 
Yeah. We were like, didn't have a cornucopia? And he was like, I don't think so, but I really don't know. He said, I don't ever remember seeing one. And we were like, what? What else did we ask him about? Looney Tunes? Looney Tunes, the Berenstein Bears. He doesn't know what the Berenstein Bears is. He's like, he he did. did. He was like, he used to read that. I don't remember what it's called, though. And I was like, how about the Monopoly Man? Did he have a monocle? And he was like. He did, didn't he? No. Did he not? No. (laughs) We talked about that. I forgot. It's okay. I was like, did the Monopoly Man have a monocle? And he was like, uh, no. And I was like, yes, he did. What are you talking about? And we, like, talked about it in detail. And I was like, stove for stovetop stuffing. You remember that? And he's like, no. No. Well. He, he said, was like, I remember a different brand having stovetop stuffing, yeah, but it wasn't Stouffer's. And we were like. He said, I remember a box of stove. He said, I remember a box of stovetop stuffing. That's hard for me to say. But not Stouffer's. He said, but it wasn't Stouffer's. And I was blown away by that. And we were like, what? Because then we discussed it more. And we were like, we remember it vividly. And even if it was the case, why did why are they pretending it's not the case? Like that's my thing. Like, why are you why are these companies pretending like this did not happen? It's a conspiracy. That's what I said. I know that. That's the whole episode. It was sort of a rhetorical question, but okay. Congratulations. We're on brand for the day. <laughs> Always. I'm constantly on brand. Do you want to hear the next one that's on the list? Yes, but I just so feel so strongly about that last one. I don't well, know if you can top it. We are doing an entire episode on it. I know. Later. That's what I know. Because I feel so strongly on it. We already did one later. Yeah, that that's makes honestly sense. what we did. That's exactly what we, we did. We already did it, but it's for later. Preparing for the future. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, we had a guest speaker and he had to leave pretty quickly. This one says the Denver airport is a hub for the Illuminati. Yes. And the New World Order. I know nothing about that, but I just want it to be, yes. And the New World Order. And also acts as a gateway to hell. Who knew? Oh, (laughs) I was not ready. This one says conspiracy theorists posit that the Denver International Airport, the DIA, is a hub for the lizard people who run the government in much of the world. The lizard people. If we're being straight up, I'll take it. I mean, that's sure. the only thing that makes sense at this point. <laughs> that they're real lizard people, people yeah, running this people junk? people run this government like this. <laughs> They'd be too afraid of, well. People? I'm not publicly going to say any kind of angry words against the government. That's a good plan, friend. Yeah, man. The Clintons would not approve. Let's just go that far and stop. Fair. Fair. All right. Oh, man. So how about Jeffrey Epstein? No? Okay. Some believe. Can that- we just stay Away from you getting murked. (laughs) (laughs) Some believe that the Denver International Airport is the home base of the Illuminati, while others believe it's actually a portal to hell with, not Lucifer, but Blucifer, the (laughs) giant blue horse sculpture, which killed the artist who made it. I've heard of this. Yes. But I didn't remember. red eyes. That's... You just, that was like a memory that I didn't know I had. Said he's guarding the gateway to hell. I remember seeing this like on YouTube in like 2016. Just a little quick offside point here. I can't go through the airport without getting inspected by security. Why? I don't know. I got to step in that little machine. They're always like, sir. And I'm like, cool. So I go over there and they do their little scanny machine thing on my body. And then they pat me down. And then they send me on my way. I went on a mission trip a few years back. And um, our friend got inspected by a drug dog because he had so much beef jerky in his bag. <sighs> That's right. <laughs> we got a friend named Danny who we were on a mission trip to Peru. And we made it to Peru. We're in the airport there in, in Lima. And 
this guard dog starts following him around. A drug dog. Let's be real. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) And he's the nicest person. He does not. Sweet little super sniff chase down the nicest man in the world. (laughs) (laughs) This man would be excellent friends with Mr. Rogers. The most genuinely kind. He kind of looks like Mr. Rogers, too. He does. He's such a sweetheart. Yeah. But he's carrying around, I think it was... I think it was three and a half pounds Several of Several pounds like of it, beef yeah. jerky. Can you imagine the cost of that if you were to go to the store and buy it? So much. That's did he make it? I bet he did. I think, I think he... he said his son made it. Oh, okay. Anyways, so we're walking through, and this drug dog starts following him around, and he was kind of absentmindedly like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nervous laugh. <laughs> and the rest of us kind of start noticing, and the dog just starts sniffing up on his bag. Ooh. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I thought you all needed that sound effect. So the drug So the drug dog goes up on his back. I think I'll keep that. (laughs) (laughs) So so the drug dog starts chasing him down, and it's getting in that back. Like it's pushing his nose against it. Because there's drugs in it. Well, obviously. (laughs) And so the gentleman who's holding the leash for this dog just kind of starts staring at Danny and looking around at the rest of us. And now, just so you know, I'm 6'1 and 285. In Peru, I'm the biggest man in the world. Okay, they don't they don't have people my size there. So, the the gentleman in his uniform and just it's trying like to do a group his, of white people, right? It's a lot of white people, and they they don't look like us down there. They were an exceptionally kind group. I do want to point that out. The people in Peru were absolutely lovely to us. It, it was wonderful. We, like the cops even stopped to tell us they appreciate what we were doing, and they hadn't seen people like us down there before, which was a really cool thing. Yeah, that's nice. But we're in the airport, and this man is just trying to do his job. He looks disappointed that his dog has tagged the oldest white man and, <laughs> that he's ever seen, probably. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> and he he finally just kind of goes, I, I need to see in the bag. He didn't speak English, but somebody translated for him, said we need to see the bag. So our friend. Moves over to the side. Takes his bag to the side and starts trying to get it. With the lock on there. Forgets the key. Like, doesn't know where the key is. Can't <laughs> find it. And we're waiting just a few minutes of us just standing there. just Really awkwardly trying to will with our minds that this man is not a drug dealer. He's just really sweet and needed to keep his stuff safe. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking, and and it doesn't sound like much, but it was four or five minutes of us just standing there waiting for him to find the No, no, no. Five minutes is a long time. It's a long time. time. It's a very long time. Have you ever tried to count five minutes? Yeah. It's forever. It sounds like this. One, two, three, four, five. I... I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> so we're saying that he eventually finds the key and opens it, and the dog goes for it, just shoves his face down in the bag. <laughs> and Danny uncovers where the dog's head is, where his clothing was, and for no reason whatsoever <laughs> looked embarrassed that he had meat. <laughs> and the guard just kind of reached up, rubbed his face like, oh, this is what my job is. I just found an old white man with a bag of meat in his face. <laughs> <laughs> completely legal (laughs) completely legal this guy had to stop what he was doing to follow this gentle kind soul around just to find beef jerky that he brought solely to share with the local children oh i'm telling you this guy is solid gold yeah (laughs) but but i I was actually just going to talk about how i always get caught by the tsa now when we went to peru i made it through the american airport flew to lima peru and I was going through their check once you get in the country before they found a pocket knife in my bag that I did not know I had. I've apparently had it since I was like 15 because that's the last time I used that particular Not anymore. Backpack. The lady held it up and looked at me like I was committing a crime. <laughs> and I went, I, lo siento. No, I, don't, I don't know. Throw it away. 
throw it away. She went, trash? <laughs> I said, yeah, I don't need it. I'm not going to jail for this. Throw the pocket knife away. Because I didn't even Imagine know Imagine being in jail in Peru for trying to spread the gospel. What an unfortunate turn of events. Well, uh, it's not unheard of. No, no, no. But not for what you went there for, but for right. a pocket knife you didn't know you had. <laughs> this man came here with a Bible and a knife, and we know which one he was going to use. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So the next one, you've heard of the hollow earth conspiracy theory, right? No. What? You've never heard of the hollow earth theory? I don't think so. Okay, so there's a conspiracy theory that says the earth is hollow and that there might even be a whole other civilization civilization of advanced beings living inside the earth just below the crust. So is this Doctor Who? Well, Doctor Who kind of plays off whatever's popular in culture right now. But do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. The, was it the like the lizard, lizard lady people. who has yeah. her British wife? <laughs> The theory is rooted back in the 17th century when Edmund Haley, uh, the guy that the Haley's Comet was named after, mm -hmm. him, he proposed that the Earth must be a hollow thing because of its changing magnetism. In 2014, scientists actually found a reservoir of water three times the volume of all the oceans deep within the Earth. The water, however, isn't just sloshing around within Earth. It's inside ringwoodite a rock that's 435 miles deep beneath the Earth's surface. For some, this bolstered the theory that Earth was hollow since the water was solidified in rock form. Since the water was solidified in rock form. How do you access... I'm sorry, what? I don't know, man. I don't know why. But what? Blah, blah, blah. I think they saw the water sitting still and went, that must be an ocean. I'm honestly not sure. I'm so... Who? Okay, okay. Is this science? Uh, well science in quotations okay so <laughs> if earth is hollow how are you going to say that there is stuff in it it is either hollow or it is not well mm, consider no. that it could be hollow but there's effectively pillars of just stone that hold up the crust so then it's not hollow there's still stuff in it well i mean not entirely hollow mm, but they lost me already okay Think of it like this. When Okay, I do a lot of 3D printing, right? Yeah. So if I print a helmet. Yeah. Right? You see the inner shell, you see the outer shell, but you don't see what's between the two. Yeah. It's a bunch of connective plastic, but yeah. there's a ton of hollow space. Yeah, so but I, it's not hollow. Right, but there's a lot of hollow space. That's All fair. over it. It's I understand what they're saying, but it's just not – it's not going to be adequate. I got gotcha. you. You cannot convince me of this because I feel like that's just fake. Maybe, but some people don't. I believe that, but I also believe those are the same people that think Earth is flat. <laughs> and I want us to know that that is completely impossible because something cannot be hollow and flat. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that I have definitive proof that the Earth is flat. You make me sick. Because it's 70% water. Stop it. And none of it is carbonated. Can you, I need you. <laughs> That's a flat. Anywho. I think I have to leave now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> so, okay. Listen, assuming the earth is hollow, how do you access it? You dig a little hole. Potholes. Well, apparently they think there's secret entrances at the North and South Pole. Also, people... So what you can get me with is um, mountain ranges 
that dip under the earth and are like that, I would go with that. Like you walk down into the earth through the mountain. You well, know what I mean? Yeah. I know, but like, like. So the hollow earth, hollow earth theory is effectively an idea that there's a massive, massive underground cave system. Yeah, I would believe that, but I don't think it goes to the center of the earth. We're not the rock. Well, uh, that Dwayne, would. Dwayne, well, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, I got you. Dwayne, in the, right <laughs> the, the thought is you let you you i had to go back because you didn't even acknowledge it i did not okay so, <laughs> so the thought is and there's also belief i was i'm so sorry i was just trying oh to check word. and make sure you didn't think i was talking about rocks as in the granite like yeah i was talking about a person was i taking your joke for granite <laughs> so the theory is is there's those two entrances at the poles right but they also think that there's some in like nevada and colorado where you can just go down into the mountains and it'll take you down in these massive cavernous systems where there's some sort of like fungus that grows on the top that lights up the whole underground world they really believe this like remember the avatar movie but not the one that was based off the comics yeah you're talking the blue people. the blue people like that yeah Hmm. Pretty much. Okay. Except for instead of a sun, they have like fungus. Yeah. That's fair. That's I mean, that's a real real thought path. I mean I guess. Here's but... one I think you might agree with. Okay. Is it a different one? Yeah. Okay. Bigfoot is real. Yes. That's not a conspiracy, that is a fact. Is it you? No, I have small foot. <laughs> but You were Manchu. <laughs> Why have small footwear, man? You. Why say many word when few word do trick? Okay, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, if Bigfoot does exist, the creature probably resides in Washington State. There have been over two thousand reports. Or Canada. Maybe, maybe there's multiple. Or the Appalachians. Maybe it's a species and not just a single animal. Oh yeah, it is a species. Unless it's like a Highlander situation. No, <laughs> there's no, just no, no, one no. big yeti no, running no, no. around killing the others. No. <laughs> Bigfoot is not attacking you unless you're in his personal business. And it's it's his name is not Bigfoot. His name is Mr. Sasquatch. Mr. Sasquatch. Yes. Senor, Senor Sass. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> That's what he calls me. <laughs> so there have been 2,032 reported sightings as of May of last year. Mm -hmm. And there's even a list of the top eight states where you might catch a glimpse of him. Yeah. Then again, you might catch the fabled beast in Oregon, Pennsylvania, or Texas, since those states also have a high volume of reported sightings. Plus, Bigfoot has his own FBI file, so there's a good chance that something, or as some news clips will actually show you, several things are out there. So don't, I don't want you guys to think, I believe that, like, Bigfoot, as in the same way people believe in the Loch Ness Monster, because no. Like, I've watched so many documentaries where it's just, like, a species of animal somewhere between monkeys and, like... Us. Us, I guess. Because they're super smart, but they are not going to be your friend. They are not nice. Well... I do not think that you should be their friend. I think they will kill you. If they've been around as long as people think they have, don't you think we would have actually got one by now? No, because they're the hide-and-seek champions. Come on, Joe. The hide-and-seek champions. Yeah. We are the champions, <laughs> my friend. Did you know that that's not right? We'll keep on hiding till the end. 
Did you know that there's a Mandela effect about that song? Okay, just checking. He shook his head yes. Yeah, I I'm sorry. I did. I <laughs> forgot this was an audio thing. It's it's the part where it goes, we are the champions, and everybody goes, of, of the, the world. world. Which but it does doesn't actually not say happen. that. Yes. How about this one? We're living in the Matrix. Yes. So this one says, some theorists believe that we live in a giant. I'm theorists. You're theorists. <laughs> I so don't I'm... know what you're fixing to say, so I really. <laughs> <laughs> they believe we're living in a giant situ situation. <sighs> some. Oh, my word. <laughs> Some consp <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you drop your lunch tray and everyone claps at you. <laughs> so some conspiracy theorists believe that we live in a giant simulation like in the Matrix. There's also subreddits dedicated to glitches in the Matrix where people share their weird experiences. So do you remember when I just told you I thought I was on like having a Truman Show life? And then a few minutes later when I told you that the world ended in 2012? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the same thing. How? That's kind of what I mean. What? Yeah, like the Matrix. Oh, you think those are glitches? Me having any realization that I may be having a Truman Show life, I feel like is a glitch. Okay. Also, you... I think the Mandela effect every single time is a glitch. Do you ever have dreams that come true later? Yes, which is what my mom's actually going to talk about when she comes on. That's happened to me several times yes that happens to me a lot that happens to her a lot and she like has science on it like she's prepared do you think it's like energy reading that we just kind of get or do you think it's our brains are logical and so we're processing more information subconsciously than we are consciously i believe that it is both but i'm gonna let it be just i believe that it is both because my she came up with a bunch of science on it well, she didn't come up with it. She's not a scientist. But she found studies on it and has done research on it oh, to yeah? where she's going to go into detail talking about it. I'm pretty stoked about that. Okay. So, so that's going to be that's a whole nother the thing. beginning of the year, this upcoming. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's groovy. So you think we're living in a matrix? Yes, but not in the way not in the same sense that it's being like presented. Like I don't think like we're plugged up somewhere. You know, not like actual Matrix movie style. Yeah. No Keanu Reeves plug in the back of the head. Yeah. Unfortunately. Well, yeah. if so, if I wake up in a tube, I won't be shocked to see that I'm bald because <laughs> congratulations, my hairline ran away a long time ago. I would be kind of shocked. I got a lot of hair. <laughs> You'd be shocked that I'm bald? No. But I did forget you were bald the other day because you were wearing a hat for I so know. long. <laughs> I was wearing a beanie and you got surprised when I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh, you're bald. <laughs> As if you haven't been for the past two years. It's been almost two years, yeah. Yeah. How about this one? The moon doesn't exist. <clears throat> what are your thoughts? No. The you moon to, exists. You want me to read it? Who thinks the moon doesn't exist? People? Lizard people. Go, just tell me what you... <laughs> <laughs> All right. It says, we're not really sure where this theory came from, but it's pretty wild considering, you know, <laughs> the moon is right there if you just look up. Well, but I do believe that the moon is made of cheese. You convinced my five-year-old. I did. He was concerned. I had him going. You know, he came and asked me about it. I told him to. <laughs> no, no, no. He asked me about it later because oh. he thought that I was like in on a joke or something. <laughs> And we were just trying to confuse him, and so he came to me. And uh, we were. <laughs> like two, three days later, he goes, Daddy, I, is the moon really made out of cheese? And I went, what? Is the moon made out of cheese? No, no son, why? Sarah said it is. <laughs> I went, I bet she did, buddy. 
I so, showed him the Wallace and Gromit thing where they went oh, to the moon. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And they sliced the cheese from the moon to eat on crackers. Yeah, crackers. And that was my <laughs> evidence that the moon is made of cheese. A, clayma- cheese. a claymation from quite a long time ago. And he was like, oh, yeah, that that pans out. That looks like science to me. That maths. <laughs> All right, it says – And I want you to know that okay. it wasn't just your son. It was the entirety of the kids your age, that – like kids his age. I had like two or three of them convinced. I'm sure they forgot, but it was fun for the time. <laughs> just messing with these kids. I had them for at least 30 minutes. They're going to be 35 years old and suddenly <gasps> – The moon. <laughs> that redhead lady told me the moon was cheese. <laughs> that was a joke and it was cheesy. But it was like – our friends' kids, so like, <laughs> they're gonna be like. <laughs> so you're still gonna be in their life yeah. when they when they come to this realization. Yes, they're gonna, gonna be, be standing like, around with their parents, and we'll all just collective laugh at them. <laughs> We're gonna be like, hey, remember when Sarah convinced you wholeheartedly that the moon was cheese, and you could go up and eat it? And they were like, <gasps> <laughs> well, this theory is that the moon is actually a projection put there for a reason. Uh, which we could study for a thousand more years and never understand. <laughs> Why, what would a projection do? Because the moon is supposed to be like regulating the tide, right? Yeah. Except for if it's a projection, then what regulates the tide? The mole people in Hollow Earth? Yeah. I thought they were lizard people. Why not both? Mm, I don't think they mix. You sound like a racist. <laughs> I'm keeping that. <laughs> So it says to arrive at this conclusion, they followed the path of the moon and the sky in order to compare their findings to official records. Because this guy's findings were not the same, he determined the moon was a scam. So he's just bad at science and then got butthurt about it. Yeah. It's weird that if you stand in a different place than someone else, you see something differently. (laughs) It's astounding, right? It's called perspective, my guy. Did you know? (sighs) Oh, hold on. Hold that on. moon rocks don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know that astronauts eat that food for fun? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. They have that loss of They of drink bone tang for the fun purpose. of it. <laughs> <laughs> they just went up there to lose weight. They, do, they eat freeze-dried ice cream just for the memes. They poop in their space suit <laughs> just because they're trying to convince you. They're they having forget a great that time. gravity exists for just funsies. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. It's this astronaut, and he came back from like a 60-day expedition or something, and he's talking to this guy, and he's holding a coffee cup, getting interviewed by and this guy. he just guy, let it go? And he just puts it into the air, <laughs> and it falls, and he looks at it, looks back at the interviewer, and goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a Yeti cup, like the smaller size That's one. amazing. And he just went like – he placed it in the air to show – like talk with his hands. And then he heard it hit the ground and he went <laughs> – and just apologized to this man. <laughs> Good And then glory. a couple like – it was like three or four of them getting interviewed and someone else in the group. Put a pin in the air, like a writing pen. <laughs> Place it in the air, and it dropped. <laughs> Had they like just come back from space? Yeah. How long were they up there? I just said sixty days. Oh, you sure did. <laughs> so they were up there a couple months. Well, I mean, they established the habits. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's completely understandable, but hilarious. So I've been watching this anime called Sword Art Online. I started it. It's fantastic. Oh right? yeah. I'm really digging it. How how where are you at? Um. 
I don't want to tell you because if you haven't gotten that far. But I'm considering I may be past you. Like, oh. what season do you think you're on? Like, season two? I think season two. That's where I'm at. Okay. I'm afraid to tell you anything. Don't tell me. Well, the reason I bring it up is in Sword Art Online, he comes out of Sword Art, right? He beats Sword Art. You saw that part already. Okay, well. Well, I know that that's going to happen. No, you know. So he beats it, and he comes out and... I, ju- I also said, don't tell me anything. I don't know if this is what. That's okay. I assume he's going to get out. There's three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he beats it. And he gets out, and he's sparring with his sister, right? He, he uses... I can't remember the name of it. It's like the bamboo... Ver- what? It's like the bamboo version of a sword. Okay. The ones they use for sparring. Anyways, so apparently she's been training she yeah. goes to a dojo she's training she's trying to get good at it yeah and she's playing this new vr game and she's she's honing her skills for that game so why would you ever pick up another vr if people don't know the premise they, this new vr game drops and they all of these thousands of people go to play it and they get trapped in the game oh yeah why would you proceed to find your sibling stuck in a game that if you try to remove them from they will die and then the, when they get out, you just go get a VR game. That sounds stupid. They actually follow up and tell you that the new VR game, the headsets have been regulated with better security, so that can't be done anymore. I don't care. So you, it's forced. It's it's mechanically forced where you have to be able to log out. And if for whatever reason they were able to stop you, you just pull the headset off and it wouldn't be able to kill you. I don't care. Well, that's where we are right now. Would you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm hard to traumatize. Not me. I am. So <laughs> <laughs> the reason I bring it up is he's sword fighting with her. They're they're outside, and he's using moves that he learned in the game. And mm-hmm. she's going, where did you find time to practice? Because you're amazing at this. He'd gotten into the habit. Well, Yeah, because the, he trained for four years. Two years. Two? Two years. 2022 to 2024. I'm going to let that ruminate for a moment. <gasps> <laughs> you know the guy that was like the 15 minutes <laughs> the guy who said well it's 15 minutes for a quarter and if i did my math right four times 15 is not an hour and she goes that's not an hour and he goes no she goes is it he goes <gasps> So exactly what I just did, <laughs> but a middle-aged man about a um, little – A quarter and a machine no. parking meter. Parking meter. That's the word. Parking a quarter meter. machine. <laughs> that is a grown-up quarter machine. So he tries using a special move while they're sparring, mm-hmm. and then she whacks him in the head because he forgets he can't use a special move because yeah, he he's been forgets in, he doesn't have powers. Right. He's been in a deep dive VR for two years. He's yeah. gotten into the habit of being able to do certain things. And when he can't. Like when you're punching in a video game and if you hold the button, it powers up. And then you punch. <laughs> and then you're on the streets trying to power up your punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. And I love it. <laughs> it's like if you play Mortal Kombat for seven hours and then leave to find somebody in real life. And you're like, hold on, let me hold it down. Let me hold the button so it, it'll power up. Pretend you're Scorpion and, and pretend you have some sort of arrow rope in your wrist. Get over here. <laughs> Try to use special moves in real life. That's right. Doing that weird hand motion. Trying, trying to, to fly hellfire. like Green Lantern. <laughs> Laser eyes from Superman. <laughs> Try to pull out your little Batmobile thing. What is it called? <laughs> Boomerang. Batarang? 
That's hilarious. So now that we've thoroughly made fun of these astronauts on accident by comparing them to us being dumb playing video games. How did we get here? (laughs) Uh, Step by step. (laughs) It was a deep dive into insanity. Oh, my eye. (laughs) I just heard my little... She just rage quit the podcast for like four seconds. That's what you just heard was her taking off her headphones. She bashed herself in the that eye. Hurts so bad. I made direct eye contact with my iris. So I just want to say one more thing about the whole the moon is a hoax. Okay. The secondary thought was that the hoax was created to distract the general masses from the existence of Nibiru, a rogue planet that's supposed to bring about our apocalypse. Now, I believe that. <laughs> Okay. I'll believe I'm being lied to to protect from a different thing that they're eventually going to lie to me about. Well, being lied to is kind of what the American people do is we just have a government that lies to us. No, it pans out that something's going on and they make up a stupider lie to cover it up. Yeah. That makes sense. People do that. Oh, yeah. All the time. So throughout this particular episode, you've been given a lot of information. And the only advice I have is do with it what you will. I thought you were fixing to say, and only one of them wasn't made up, and I was going to believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, these are just popular conspiracies. I was just, like, I've heard of several of them, and I was hoping that you were going to be like, and I made all these up, and I was going to have the memory that they existed, (laughs) and I was, and I was like, (gasps) and suddenly, your universe was was a lonely one, but it was just... (laughs) Oh, darn. Everything. When is it expected? It was just lizard people. I had a dream this was going to happen, and then it did. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys, for tuning in to another episode of Brain Dead. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great one. Bye. Also, as always, if you have anything you want us to talk about, feel free to shoot us an email at braindeadpc21 at gmail.com. Give us a follow. We'd sure appreciate it. Have a great one.